0: you don't believe the truth, This is unlikely people was a void. and Jesus has been dealing with it for
1: years. Not anybody can fix it, the Holy Spirit can change anything. The Bible tells us that Spirit that brought Jesus of Arimathea of us. Right. We don't believe God. life is out of control. Self-short, short. Right. the Apostle Saul, and you're saying get changed from Saul. It's such an about Christianity and he was so so well that God himself changed his name from Saul to Paul
0: because
1: yeah. he didn't even want him to be affiliated with he, who he used to be.
0: Right.
1: And when we think about that for a moment, when we come to know Jesus as Savior, how many of you know Jesus as Savior? Come on. Yeah. How many of so you are thankful that we know Jesus as The author of the of our faith. So when we come to know Jesus something not only physically changes. How I many has ever seen somebody change physically? Right. How I many has ever seen somebody that didn't know Jesus and after they found Jesus, their whole demeanor changed? Because right, yes. something happened in the spirit and something happened in the physical. If you don't know this today, church, God will always do things in the spiritual before he does things in the physical. He told Mary, You're going to marry a child. And he's going to save his people from the sin. Something happened spiritually in her body before she conceived the child. It happened spiritually, and then she conceived the child from the Holy Spirit. Paul wrote some 28% of the New Testament Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philemon, and as far as we know, Hebrews was written in pen, at least mostly by the apostle Paul. You say, Well, Pastor, and I could go on and on. Colossians was, was was written by the Apostle Paul. You said, what's the significance of my life being out of control? How can Christ change me? I want us to go to Romans chapter seven today. I promise you I'm gonna try to move as fast as I can. How many is going to help me see so you can beat the Baptist Crackerbury. Y'all forget about that today. Forget about beating the Baptist Crackerbury, okay? Get that out of your mind. Okay, let's read Romans chapter 7, verse 13. Now, we're going to read some scripture right here today, and you're going to think the Apostle Paul a If you go read Romans chapter 7, so y'all bear with me. We're going to read Romans chapter 7, verses 13 through 25. Now, tell me Paul's not having a come apart right here when he's writing this in a certain way. All right, let's go. Romans chapter 7, verse 13 says, did that which is good then become death in me by no means. But in order that sin might be recognized as sin, it produced death in me through what was good so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to I do. Anybody ever been there? You ever said, come on, everybody's going to take everybody do this. Take your halo off and lay it on the cube
0: beside.
1: Everybody in here, including the preachers, got issues. He said the thing I hate to do, I do. Now how ever said, why did I do that? Nobody's ever said to yourself, stupidity. Man. I'm going to quit today and, go on, and get, go on the cracker barrel and meet y'all there. Yeah, wow. Because everybody's already made it to heaven this morning. Okay? <laughs> y'all already entered in. I'm sorry, but the pastor's not that way. And if if, and if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. He's talking about the word of God, which was the law of what they had at that time. And as it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it's the sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me, that is, in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. But what I do is not the good I want to do, no, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. I just have a moment here. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it. But it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work in me. What I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. He loves the word. He's saying that here. But I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind, and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am! Notice the emphasis. Who will, reckon, who will rescue me from this body of death? Then Paul thinks about who he is in Christ Jesus. How many of you ever about who you are in Christ? He says, "Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord." So then, I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in the sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. Amen. So Paul here understands that Jesus is the one who saves him. How many of us, under the sound of my voice, struggle with sin?
0: Take
1: your halo off. Polish it up a little bit. We'll polish it back up before we learn. Bible tells us Paul said in Ephesians 6 that we wrestle not in flesh and blood but against principalities and powers of darkness in our places. Apostle Paul is speaking here about life before Jesus and the battle that's going on in his life. The whole letter of Romans chapter 7 is written in a question and answer. Notice he's asking a question and then he's doing his best to answer it. So if you look at each context of what Paul is saying here, Paul's going to go from having a come apart. Anybody ever had a come apart? Yeah. How many had a come apart this morning? Don't, don't say that. Earlier. You had a come apart trying to get the kids to get the clothes on this morning. You know, I don't argue with my wife about what I wearing on Sunday morning. She asked me, I was in the bathroom this morning, shaving, she says, Hey babe, what you gonna wear today? You know what I said, Brian? Whatever you pick out. That's called wisdom, man. That's called wisdom. Just a little nugget. That one in the notes is not going to cost you any extra. So Paul's having many come apart, a series of verses that basically tells us I'm a wretched man, I'm broken, and the sin nature has sold me out. That's what Paul said. And then he says, but thanks be unto God who gave us Christ Jesus Amen. who became sin for us that saves this wretched man. See, <laughs> how many of how you many ever, ever uh, had a New Year's Resolution? Now we're almost three quarters of the way for April now and New Year's resolutions are history. We're waiting on 2022's New Year's resolutions. Right. Yeah. How many has ever had a good, how many has a strong
0: willpower?
1: How many has a good willpower? That's good. Some people are naturally mentally stronger than other people. How many agree with that?
0: Right.
1: You know, how many times they say athletes, you'll you'll hear Nick Saban and a lot of these coaches, they'll say, you got to be mentally tough.
0: Right.
1: You not only have to be physically tough, but you got to be mentally tough. Right. Now listen for a moment, church. Having willpower is a good thing, but having the Holy Ghost power is a better thing.
0: Amen. Right. Now a lot of us have,
1: we in the church today, we have resolved to allow the Holy Spirit to be a feeling we get during worship on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's those Holy Spirit goosebumps that we get when we hear our favorite song going down the road or they sing our favorite song in worship. But can I tell you today and y'all might as well get ready for it because we're going to talk about it in the next three weeks. The Holy Spirit is so much more than just a feeling. It is a He. He is the third person of the Trinity and He will guide you and lead you unto all truth. Not because I said it, but because Jesus said it. Amen. Now, Apostle Paul goes from having to come apart in Romans chapter 7, and he's he going to figure it all out in Romans chapter 8. How many like Romans chapter 8? Yeah. There's nothing that can separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Right. Now, he goes from having a depression moment, and you say, well, Pastor, I battle depression. Apostle Paul battled. How many times did he write, Brother Keith? He longed to go see his friends and his colleagues, but because he was on house arrest or he was writing from a prison, he couldn't do that. Don't you know he had some highs and lows? Now, I'm talking to some people today. You're going to have highs and lows in this life, but there's one thing that I can promise you, and I'm helping somebody right here, that the Holy Spirit will never leave you nor forsake you. He will strengthen you, and he will keep you. But you're going to have to allow him to rule your life. Right. Yes. Amen. I, right. You say, well, the Holy Spirit ruling my life. Right. That means the more I become like Jesus, the more control the Holy Spirit has on my life, the more, the less control I have, but the more I look like him. Right. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now we're going to go to Romans. Chapter 8. Now I'm going to do a three. Three. I'm not being critical I'm, just, I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today. So if you're a note taker, you can let me know and I can email you the notes if you don't get them all day. Now we're going to go to Romans chapter 8 and 1. And we're going to read through Romans 8 and 1 through verse 12. Now we're going to look at the two different tones that the Apostle Paul, remember he's talking about, low is me the sin nature has made me a slave to sin and all these things and all of a sudden Paul flips the switch he flips the switch let's go to Romans 8 and 1 it says therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus there is therefore now no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death Verse three. Well what the law was powers to do in that it was weakened by the
0: sinful nature. Remember Paul was talking about the law in chapter seven. God did by sending his own sin. Don't believe the truth. (laughs) This is unlikely people. It was a (laughs) voice in Jesus. Anybody can fix it the Holy Spirit can change anything oh, yeah. the Bible tells us that the Spirit that brought Jesus Joseph of Arimathea right. we don't believe God Life is out of control ourselves short right. the apostle. And he said, get changed from Saul. It was such an about face when he was converted to Christianity and he was so sold out that God himself
1: changed his name from Saul to Paul
0: because
1: yeah. he didn't even want him to be affiliated with who he used to be.
0: Right.
1: And when we think about that for a moment, when we come to know Jesus as Savior, how many of you know Jesus is morning? Come on. How yeah. many of us are thankful that we know Jesus The author of the finisher of our faith. But when we come to know Jesus, something not only physically changes. How many has ever seen somebody change physically?
0: Right.
1: How many of you have ever seen somebody that didn't know Jesus and after they found Jesus, their whole demeanor changed? Right. Yeah. Because something happened in the spirit and something happened in the physical. If you don't know this today, church, God will always do things in the spiritual before he does things in the physical. He told Mary, You're going to marry a child and he's going to save his people from the sin. Something happened spiritually in her body before she conceived the child. It happened spiritually and then she conceived the child from the Holy Spirit. Paul wrote some 28% of the New Testament. Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians, Philippians, Philippians, and as far as we know, Hebrews was written in pen, at least mostly by the Apostle Paul. You say, well, Pastor, and I could go on and on. Colossians was, was, was written by the Apostle Paul. You say, what's the significance of my life being out of control? How can Christ Change me. I want us to go to Romans chapter seven today. I promise you I'm we'll gonna try to move as fast as I can. How many is gonna help me see so you can beat the Baptist Crackerbury? Y'all forget about that today. Forget about beating the Baptist Crackerbury today,
0: okay?
1: Get that out of your mind. Okay, let's read Romans chapter seven, verse 13. Now, we're gonna read some scripture right here today, and you're gonna thank the apostle Paul's a woman it. you. If you go read Romans chapter seven, so y'all bear with me. We're going to read Romans chapter 7, verses 13 through 25. Now tell me Paul's not having a come apart right here when he's writing this in a certain way. All right, let's go. Romans chapter 7, verse 13 says, Did that which is good then become death in me? By no means. But in order that sin might be recognized as sin, it produced death in me through what was good, so that through the commandment, sin might become utterly sinful. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do. But what I
0: hate, I do. Anybody ever been there? Yeah. You ever said, come on, everybody's going to take,
1: everybody do this. Take your halo off and lay it on the pew
0: side.
1: Everybody in here, including the preachers, got issues. He said, the thing I hate to do, I do. Now, have ever said, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever said to yourself, stupidity. Man, I- I'm going to quit today and go on, and get, go on the cracker barrel and meet y'all there. Because everybody's already made it to heaven this morning. Okay? Y'all already entered in. I'm sorry, but the pastor's not that way.
0: And if, if, and if I do what I do, I want to do, I agree.